Sit down and listen. How do I... Welcome to the Table 5 Podcast. You still have time to hit stop and listen to something much better. (laughs) That's not going to get us much listeners. You're listening to Table 5 Podcast. (laughs) Dealing with the mess no one else can handle. How's that? Is that good? I don't know. Should it be more upbeat? Hi, welcome to Table 5 Podcast, where we deal with the mess. Hi, welcome to Table 5 Podcast. Not like you're a fucking waitress. (laughs) You said upbeat and real. That's waitress. No, waitresses are not real. Yes, they are. Well, if you've ever been a waitress, you know that it's all fake and games. Have you been a waitress, honey? I've been a waiter. Yeah. Oh, oh. The new mascot has joined the table. So she picks up her toy, starts squeaking it. Scarlet, can't have you barking, sweetie. So what does she do? She barks. Scarlet. Hey. Oh, bark, bark, bark. Welcome to Tape 5 Podcast, dealing with a mess no one else can handle. Or wants to deal with. Or wants to deal with, because we're adults and we can handle it. This is just a just a starter podcast, and we're going to be talking about just stuff, and I guess basically our weekends. Um, like for example, my weekend was all about Gen Con, which was oh, I wasn't last weekend. When was that? Oh God, I am so bad with uh, dates. First weekend of August. Yeah, uh, that last was weekend fun. of July. First weekend of August. Yeah. You unfortunately could not make it. No, nope, I had work to do. <laughs> You're a big working man. Yeah, I had so much fun in New Orleans. <gasps> Did you see a lot of boobies and drink a lot of alcohol like adults do there? No, I did not. Why not? I sat in class all day learning shit I already knew. And then I went back to my hotel, which was in the French Quarter. Yay. And apparently... It's commonplace for fucking parades to march down the street in the middle of the night. Well, <laughs> I, I think I heard somewhere that you could actually pay people to parade with you. So a lot, I bet a lot of drunken people have parades following them around all over the place. I, would, I know that if I went down to New Orleans, I would totally do that. I would do it. I just, I'd have a hard time justifying it for reimbursement on my travel card. <laughs> I just wanted to feel appreciated for once. <laughs> and I needed some attention. Nobody <laughs> loves me. I need a parade. I'll march around with a... <laughs> with a baton. With a baton. Swinging that <laughs> shit like crazy. Um, but uh, I went to... I went to. I was going to say I went to New Orleans. Um, I could not go because I was in a different state altogether in Gen Con. And I was there with Dwarven Tavern which we are loosely affiliated with. And we did a lot of interviewing and reviewing, and we got so many games. And it was a good year for y'all. Oh, God, it was fantastic. I think this was the best year for my hairstyle, too. Um, uh, to yeah. date this podcast, uh, I currently have the fattest mohawk in the world, where I just have shaved above my ears, which is blue, and then the rest of it's pink. And everybody loved it. Pretty sure that's just a buzz cut. What was up with Gen Con this year? Um, well, Gen Con had a lot of, surprisingly, a lot of games with minis, like minifigures. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, there were like every single board game that we came across seemed to have some sort of figurines with it. And um, Dwarven Tavern is okay with pretty much reviewing any game, but I just thought that was that was strange, and I kind of what, inadvertently avoided figurines? them. Yeah, it was weird. That's that's how it is. I mean, I guess that's new. Well, it's not new, but that's the mainstream now is figuring D and D and figuring board games, tabletop, all that good stuff. Is it? Cause yeah, uh... that's all I see on Reddit and new game games that are coming out. They're figurine based. Yeah, I like how you could only to... list Reddit as because that's the only website that you visit. It's the only website you need to visit. <laughs> you are so addicted. So aside from you looking up some strange stuff in the dark depths of the corners of the internet, um, how was your new tattoo that you got? It's healing. It's uh, I got a uh, Sailor Jerry eagle perched on an anchor with uh, holding the American flag with the USN above it since I'm in the Navy. Uh, get it right on my forearm because I like forearm tattoos and I got pretty nice forearms. Ooh, so. ooh, brag, ooh, brag, ooh, brag. Humble brag. Humble brag. Uh, Hashtag. It's healing up. It's pretty much fully healed. I, I don't I may need to get touched up on the red a little bit. That's about it. Really? Because the red looks the best to me. This is faded right here. For those who don't know what a Sailor Jerry tattoo is, it's kind of one of those old style uh navy tattoos like when i when i think of sailor jerry i think of like the pinup girls that are like old-fashioned tattoos and stuff um that's probably not what it means yeah it's sailor jerry pretty much just uses red black yellow uh, yellow and uh yeah that's it <laughs> i'm looking at my own tattoo and i can't tell the colors <laughs> well the brown is a mixture of colors that that mm-hmm. they that, that they use because that's that's what they did they mix those three colors to get a different variation of colors, as described by our tattoo artist. Well, I like it. I, I think she did a good job. I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was worth two hundred dollars though. Maybe one hundred and fifty dollars, a hundred bucks for this. I think tattoo. it's good. I, I think it, it's gonna last you a while. It's pretty vibrant. Well, it's gonna last a while. It's a tattoo. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm saying it's gonna. It's not gonna fade. I'm probably gonna soon. get the. Uh, nautical star on my left arm and then pretty much my whole left arm is going to be navy and military related and i'll use my right arm for my uh geek stuff yeah for my personal life for our uh for our married dumb tattoos where we're going to get matching star wars stuff because we are such nerds and just anything else i want yes like the punisher maybe depends on how big it's going to be i may put it on my chest or my back oh or my i don't like that idea well, to be honest, like I think your the Punisher tattoo that you want, uh, I don't know how that would look. To be honest, um, like if you had it like with running paint, that would be pretty cool. Well, I don't want the skull. Just I mean, I want I like the skull, but when people see the skull nowadays, they, they think of Chris Kyle, which is fine. I mean, well, not, that's compl- okay. That you should think of that, but it's not. I want people to look at it and think it's not the Punisher. Not everybody even knows who Chris Kyle. I didn't know who that was until you told me. Um, and even when I see the, the uh, skull of the Punisher, I think of the Punisher because that's the skull of the Punisher. And when he was being... I even got you stuff from Gen Con that has a skull of the Punisher I know, it's my it. favorite. it's my favorite cup. Yeah, it's because I'm the best wife in the world. No, but it's because, like, that's the Punisher! And yeah. no, I'm pretty sure that if you got the skull, that's all that would matter. It's full of water. Um, but he just got the cup. It's why I said that. But, um... Punisher's gonna be the next season of The Flat. Is Flash? Yeah, The Flash. The, the Flat! Oh, I had to stop and think. Played by... 
Who's the guy that played uh, Shane on The Walking Dead? I am so hyped for that. Who like, is he? What's his name? Uh, that's how much I know about TV. <laughs> is that long drawn out? Uh, uh, oh, John Bernthal? Bernthal? I think it would be a good punisher depending on what they do with it. I don't know what kind of storyline they're going to follow, especially since... Well, of course it's not going to be in The Flash. That's stupid. No, Arrow? Flash is... No, he's going to be in... Flash is DC. Punisher is going to be in Daredevil. Oh, God. I forgot Daredevil. I don't know why I was thinking of Flash. I forgot Daredevil was even running. I cut that whole part out. Why? I can't confuse DC and Marvel. Especially a Punisher. You know what? I might just keep it just so that I can hold that above your head later. <laughs> but that's going to give me a whole reason. Just I haven't watched Daredevil. It's on Netflix, and I haven't watched it yet, but I want to. Well, I think uh, I, I really need to get caught up on my superhero stuff, because I was on the third season of Flash. No. No. I was on the third season of Arrow, and I had just finished like the first or second season of Flash. I was watching it on live stream, so it was going by episodes instead of seasons. So I have no idea where I am. I didn't like. I didn't like. I didn't like Arrow. Why not? I just. I don't know. It was too TV monster of the weekish. Maybe. I liked it for that. I, I liked it because I don't. I'm not a big DC person, so. Uh, to be honest. His portrayal... Okay, Stephen Amell is a wonderful actor. He is... The fact that he can do that 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 level pull-up thing, that's phenomenal. <laughs> like, that was actually him. Um, but, no, he's he's fantastic actor. He's got a great sense of humor. And he plays a great um, queen. What is his first name? Oliver. Oliver Queen. Yes. I need to go bathe in acid because I forgot. But, to be honest, he's really emotional for me. Like, he's, he's like, he's almost too emotional to play. Okay, um, I'm gonna back up and say that I understand doing that what he went through, it would leave someone extremely scarred emotionally. But at the yeah. same time, he seems a little whiny. And... He seems like, like, when I see it, he seems like the stereotypical white guy on a TV show who's the main character. How do you mean? He's, you know, he plays this kind of stoic, but brooding, brooding kind of guy. But I mean, well, I mean, I get that that's the story. And if they're trying to go the whole dark thing, which is something completely that DC shouldn't be doing to begin with. Well, the whole, fuck it up. the whole reason that he's like that is because um, I, I'm pretty sure I can totally be corrected by this, but. I'm pretty sure that the Green Arrow based his own persona as Green Arrow off of Batman. And um, because Batman was already established in the DC Universe when mm -hmm. Green Arrow was coming about. So, when... Because he's a, he's a rich white guy, and he's had this dark breeding past, and... Um, I mean, his circumstances are entirely different, but... At the same time, he was like, I want to be this uh, hand of justice. Who can I be like? The Batman. So he's dark and brooding for that reason. And, um, I mean, you can also blame story writers for that problem because that's... Yeah, well, that's what totally it is. their fault. The, so I mean, the, the one good thing about... That I like oh. about Arrow is they have uh, Deadshot is in the first... What? First, first, first part of the first season and then you get Deathstroke. And uh, I think second season. Yeah, I think he's in the. Does he turn up? I don't think he's in the Flash at all. 
I think so. Um, okay, um, my problem with, uh, with the emotional character that Oliver Queen turned out to be is because I'm used to the animated series. Um, I'm a 90s kid, and in that, I watched uh, Batman the Animated Series and Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, and I was used to the animated characters' personalities. And mm -hmm. I never read the comic books, I'm ashamed to say, but... Oh, to be honest, I think I did, but I just don't remember anything from what I read because I was so young. Because I was a manga fanatic, and I still am. Well, it, but it's also that you take comic books and you compare it against the cartoon show. The cartoon show has to be the way it is because it's made for a younger audience. Now, I know now the Batman animated series, it was actually gets kind of dark for its time but oh God, yes. when you pull it when you compare it to the comic books and you see that it's actually pretty tame when you look at some genres of or not genres but some uh iterations of batman or the flash or especially well actually especially batman and the punisher you see that it's the comic books get very very dark yeah well that's which i enjoy but I understand that some people don't, and as well as some people like these the new sets of movies that are coming out. I don't like the I don't like the whole idea of dark and brooding Superman. To be honest, the dark and brooding is it's it's Batman's thing. First off, and secondly, I don't like it because it's so overdone already, and it's okay. To be honest, the Suicide Squad thing that came out. I understand that that's going to be a completely different take on it, but it's 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 not the Joker, to me. Um, I again, I'm used to the animated series, but the Joker is not. Okay, this is a beef that I have to let out. Um, all of the Harley designs and all of the Joker designs irritate me to the nth degree because. The Joker is, uh, he's a man, for some reason, he's a man of class. He's insane, yes, a homicidal maniac, true, but he's always wearing his purple suit. And that's his iconic look. And uh, why he has that suit? I don't know. I, uh, I only, the only comic book I've read is The Killing Joke. Um... But that doesn't really lead on to any reason why he dresses the way he does. Harley, the reason she dresses up in the Harlequin outfit is because she is in love with the Joker. She isn't. She wants to impress the Joker. The Joker doesn't give a shit about her sex appeal. Yeah. Her outfit designs is solely the artists wanting to make her sexier. And I realize that with the feminist outlook on this entire situation, she might be dressing to be more appealing to herself. I don't agree with that thought. And that is because she doesn't want to be sexy for anybody but the Joker. Well, that's in those iterations, yes. I mean, you know, there's, there's so many different origins when it comes to comic books. People rewrite them. People start new things. There's different ways to write different char uh, the same character, and it's all based on who they write. And that's something DC is... I guess infamous for for completely having no continuity at all. Well, yeah, that's obvious. But at the same time, you would think that would be obvious because, I mean, her skin tight outfit—it's already pretty revealing. You, there's no imagination to what's underneath that. I mean, aside from you know, like if she had skin discoloration or birthmarks or something. Yeah. But, like, 
she ugh, the Joker doesn't care. She dresses for the Joker. Well, that is her one designation. See, well, in this in this movie, I mean, you I mean, in the trailer, the only part that you see Jared uh, Leto as the Joker Isn't is the last whatever is the last like fifteen seconds or ten seconds of it. There's no, there's not giving you any kind of future story. They're like that may be completely separate. This may be a completely new idea that they're going with. Like, I, I haven't read any Suicide Squad comics. So well, to be honest, I know that this could it be, could be one of those things where they've never even met. I don't know. This could be uh, a futuristic setting. Uh, this could be uh, this could be Gotham, but like a high-tech society Gotham. A different universe altogether. That's fine. I mean, that would explain the Joker's strange meth-attic look that they're going with this time anyway. Uh, that is my standing on it until I see it. Just throwing that out there. But back to Green Arrow and what I was saying about him, I think that he is way too emotional. Um, Stephen Amell does a great job, but I think he made Oliver Queen too emotional because, going off of my experience with the animated series, he is a lighthearted jokester. Uh, everything is, uh, you know, played off as a joke, but not like, I mean, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, well, I see you got your cape caught in the whatever again, and... Everyone's like, shut the fuck up, Green Arrow. It's not funny. <laughs> and he's just like, LOL, LOL. Gonna go make out with Black Canary right now. Right. Um, but in the TV series, he's just like, don't ask me about my past. <laughs> oh, I'm so He has to be dark, dark and, and mysterious. Brooding. It's to be mysterious. Oh, and okay, can we talk about Sarah? Let's just talk about the unnecessary inclusion of her character. In the comic books, she doesn't even exist. I read the wiki about this. Mm -hmm. She doesn't even exist. There was no there was no reason that she was supposed to be brought into this, and it just added this whole other love triangle. Which is why is that popular? Why is the love triangle popular? I almost uh, said love triangular. I, they just like them. It's it's so gross, and I'm the type of person that you don't need love in the story at all. Because I'm so used to gaming with my siblings, we never had our characters pair up together for well, you are, uncomfortable reasons. That is a, and I understand why you, you can't really, it's very hard to do when you're gaming like that, but when it comes to story writing, it is a very large element. Yeah, but it's and so... And it adds a lot. It's so overused. Like It's overused a, because, I don't know if overused is the right word, because it's... You know, it's part of everyday life. It's cliche. It's it's uh, an overused tactic that people can... It's almost like a plot device where... Or a plot... Uh, what is it called? Hand wave. Like, they're just in a love triangle. And I think that that's just... That's not good enough meat for any story. I think every story deserves better than that. Okay, for example... Uh, the reason I don't like this is because in Lost, that was one of the main plot devices, completely unnecessary. They're on a fucking island that moves. Secondly... That they didn't know about. Secondly, the one of the main characters, Evangeline Lilly, said that she would only sign on to the Hobbit movies if there was no love triangle. Guess what? There was a fucking love triangle. And she was so pissed off. Yeah, that, that, that didn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense because her character was not necessary to begin with. Like, um, I, She's not in the books. She did, Okay, um, Peter Jackson did a great job creating her character. Like, even her name was extremely to the books, Elvin. Um, but it was just unnecessary. Um, her, her love triangle was... I guess it was to bring some of the 
femininity out because there was no female characters, to be honest, in The Hobbit. And it was because that was Tolkien's view on World War II. I think it might be one. No, World War One, World War Two, one, one of the two. One, one. Well, Lord of the Rings was more though. Yeah, more yeah, yeah. But I'm saying that um, at the time there were no females out on the field, unless they snuck in mm-hmm. or something. So um, the reason that there were no female characters is just because history. Because people don't read, they got touchy. And they, or, or it was also used as sex appeal that they could bring in a character that the females would want to see to bring in the female audience. And I just think uh, that that's ludicrous. I don't know. That may not be what it was, but. Uh, I, think I don't know, just, but I'm watching them. Just trying to add more to this. St- I don't. They didn't have to add anything to it. They could have told like, it. I don't like the new, I don't like the new Hobbit movies. I I don't like them either, and the reason is is because they didn't have to add anything to it. I don't like them just because of the way they're shot. My one problem I have with the Hobbit, well, it's my biggest problem. I I think they're okay, but they're not they're not as good as the Lord of the Rings trilogy. They're right. nowhere near as good as that. Um, I don't like how they come. They use overly use CGI. For oh the God. I hate CGI. That barrel, the barrel scene from the first movie, or the first Hobbit movie, is so plainly CGI. It's like it switched from live action to cartoons. God, and during I that hate scene, no. When I you hate see CGI. Legolas jumping all around. I like CGI. I mean, it can be done well when they do it. I don't know what company they use, but they did not do the CGI well, except for uh, Smog. Smog looked good. Well, um, I hate CGI because I'm a puppets girl. Um, like the labyrinth or dark crystal or all that stuff. Yeah, that, I, like, I like practical more than I like CGI. No, that stuff is amazing. And if they used that for Lord of the Rings, in my personal opinion, it would have been a million times better quality. Um, now well, I understand for things like the barrel scene can't necessarily be live action yeah, or but puppets. It, it looks like well, it's like they during that scene for how many how long it is. I'm not sure how long it is, but. It's like they switched from live action to a cartoon. You can plainly tell it's CGI, and it's like they did a half-assed job even doing it. If they had paid even a little bit of attention to the books, it was like Peter Jackson didn't read the books. He got a summary from somebody, and they didn't read the books themselves. And uh, I think that if they had read the books, then they could have done it better, and they wouldn't have needed CGI or Legolas. So, because uh, he wasn't there. Well, I think Legolas was just for to get Orlando Bloom back. Well, yeah, because he was amazing at it. But it was also so that, um, I mean, I understand why they brought him back. Because uh, if Thranduil was there, then why wouldn't Legolas, the son of Thranduil, be there? Uh-huh. So, um, I mean, that's, like, when you think about it, it's like, well, I guess that makes sense. But why would they include Tariel other than just to make it a sex appeal slash... I, I was going to say penis envy, but that's totally not it. Um, I'm losing my terminology just well, all over the table. Well, I get, I don't know, because they wanted to have a different story where she has uh, falls in love with a dwarf. That's, oh God, the pretty boy dwarf. Feely and Keely were my favorite characters in the books, and I think it's because they were the youngest, and I'm the youngest female of my family, so I take pride in that. Um, I think they portrayed well for being the two youngest. That's probably how they should look. They made Orin the youngest. Or Owen. Owen. There's no Orin. Um, 
They made Owen the youngest, and that's not true. Um, so Did they state it, or is it just by looks? No, they stated it. So, like, they just messed up everything. And for, like, there's literally no reason at times. Like, why would you make Owen the youngest? That just doesn't make sense to me. Can you name one movie, going back to the CGI part, can you name one movie where CGI actually was pulled off pretty good? Pretty well. My grammar sucks. Yeah, um, I think Jurassic World did CGI really good. Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, uh, I again, I was I'm so used to the the classic where they used puppets for pretty much everything. To me, it looked the same. Really, like, they looked the same whether they were puppets or not. I I liked it, but it it destroyed that that it broke the fourth wall in my humble opinion. No, um, I think I'm a critic. I think they looked. I think they look fine. Um, some people don't like it, but some people just don't like CGI, and they're going to find oh some reason to you know nitpick it. Period. That's but. me. Um, well, I'm the I'm a visual I'm a visual person. Like I'm an artist, and I'm a visual learner. And well, there's uh, some stuff you just you can't do. I know physically. that, but when I when it comes to a, a movie, something that should be visually pleasing, uh, it did not. So, um, like, with the classic movies, even with the T-Rex bounding after the car, um, that that was puppets, and that was amazing. It yeah, was, thought, like, perfect. It was, it was fine. I mean, the whole movie still stands up great, but, you know, there is... A limit. There, yeah, there is a limit. Yeah. And when you go back and you watch, you watch Dark Crystal, yeah, it... It's a good story, but it's fucking goofy as shit when you look at it. I loved it. I think it looks amazing. It's, it's goofy. Hey, be careful. You're treading on my childhood. Here. I like it. I just think it looks. I think it looks goofy, but it's you know for that time and it CGI was completely state of the art. CGI doesn't look goofy. I didn't CGI say that. looks goofy. Can you, you know, just imagine what these actors are doing behind the scenes while the CGI is not in place? Well, Be careful. I'm going to stick my arms out to this non-existent raptors and tell them to calm down. It's just these, these blue dots. It's four, it's four people that are like sticking up with their arms up in the air like, rare. <laughs> For the time, it was, it's, it was state-of-the-art. But, you know, there's some stuff when it comes to practical effects. That some of it doesn't stand up. I mean, some of it, it looks goofy and kind of childish. Yeah. I don't know if childish is the right word. No, I think, it, I, think, I think there's a... Uh... Take... Any old Star Trek movie, TV show. Track? Star, Star Trek? Star it's a, Trek. It's, a, it's, about the, Star Trek. it's about the interstellar railroad where they go from one planet to the other via caboose. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was about running. And I was like, nah. <laughs> Nobody on that show ran. <laughs> but uh, to be honest, I think, see, I th how many times am I going to say to be honest in this stupid thing? I don't know. Start cutting your shit. Mm, I'm just going to keep it in. I'm going to embarrass myself. Um, I think that CGI and puppets have, uh, they, they've glory in both ways. I still, like, puppets, it has a, it has a heart in my place. It has a place in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> like no. Yoda and, Yoda, let's talk about Yoda in his puppets and his CGI. In Puppeteers, he looks like my grandmother. In CGI, he looks like, a cartoon. Yeah, well, it was CGI from 2001, 2000, early 2000. CGI has come a long way since then, though. Yeah, but that doesn't make it good. No, but 
you know, knowing uh, Lucas, he'll go back and CGI something. Oh, did you know that he went back and he changed the original Emperor when he came up with the idea that the Emperor was Senator Palpatine? Emperor Palpatine? Yeah, he changed the design so it matches it. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he just recorded uh, that actor over the original actor who was the original bad guy. I don't know, I didn't hear it. There, there are movies where they both look good and both look terrible, and that's fine. <laughs> I just, I have a special place for puppets in my heart, simply because the Labyrinth and the Dark Crystal, in my opinion, pulled it off fantastically. Well, yeah, they did for their time. They couldn't. There's no, was no CGI then, anyway. Yeah, but actually, um, did you know Toby? The baby in the labyrinth is actually Toby, the child of the creators of those two movies, and he did one of his own, uh, like a puppet. It was completely puppets. That doesn't surprise me. I forget. I think it's like The Secrets of Our World or something like that. I forget the exact name of it, but I really need to see it. Oh, I've never saw The Labyrinth. What? I've never seen it. What? Okay. I just, I've, I, I just, I, I've seen David Bowie's scenes in it. Because David Bowie's amazing. But I've never sat down and watched the lab. Okay, we need to do that after this podcast. And, um... Well, you've never seen The Godfather. You've never seen... I have no interest in those movies. Well, those are classics, too. Uh, they're classics the first because two are. They're, they're... They were too new in their genre to be considered bad. No, they were classics because they had... Without, you know, how many Academy Award winners were... On the Godfather. Ugh, it, uh, but I've heard so many bad things about it. Well, you gotta watch it. It's, it's good. I mean, you haven't seen any of the Indiana Jones movies. I have. Okay, I've seen the most recent one with Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> so you haven't seen any of the Indiana Jones movies. <laughs> well, I've I, I've seen clips, um, and I get the the inside jokes and the memes and stuff. That's yeah. not a big deal. Um, I was more into the fantasy stuff, as many people could probably tell. Mm-hmm. Um, and things like The Godfather and Indiana Jones, that's not, that's not in my taste, I think. Um, like, my tastes were like manga and cartoons and superheroes and stuff like that. I mean, you didn't even see the Shawshank Redemption until I showed it to you. Well, it that's wasn't, that's... one of the greatest movies ever made. That's not in my, like, that's not, that's my, my genre. You gotta expand it, then. Well, I am, obviously, being married to you. Uh, I have to, because you won't let me watch anything else. Yeah. We watched... Uh, I need to watch more sports movies with you. <sighs> we, we we never saw... We gotta watch Miracle mm. and Bull Durham, which is very funny. It's I'm very good developing show. a hernia just talking about this. Um... Goon is on Netflix, and that's a good comedy. Actually, I have seen, uh, I have seen a sports movie. It's um, remember it's the Titans a, don't count. No, it's is that the one with the angel? <laughs> <laughs> the only sports movie you've seen is I can't remember called? the name. It's it's the Angels it's based... in the Outfield. Yeah, that's that's the only. Sp- yeah. Yes, <laughs> and I saw that when I was like ten. Um. Oh, I've also seen uh, a football one. Um, yeah, we saw the replacements. Yeah. And no, no. Um, I've also seen a parody one. I've seen like three sports movies. That counts. I've seen three sports movies. Oh. Uh, so you can't force me into anymore. <laughs> well, still, there's that's my genre. That's what I grew up with: sports, uh, westerns, all that good stuff. I haven't seen any westerns. I don't think. Did you see the remake of True Grit? 
I don't even Jeff know what that Bridges. Is. I don't even know what that is. This is John Wayne. Oh, okay. Anything by John Wayne, I did not see. It wasn't by John Wayne. It was remade by from Jeff Bridges was the main actor. Oh, I still didn't see it no. well, because I didn't know who Jeff Bridges was until our our uh, R.I.P.D. <laughs> really? Yeah. You never saw Tron or I saw Tron, uh, and the uh, Big Lebowski. No, I didn't see that. But I did see Tron. I just didn't know who it was. Both of them, or just one? Just the, the one. Ones? Just the new one. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I like it. Yeah, I'm not a very big movie buff. That's because I've been too busy gaming my entire life. Yeah, I've been doing important stuff. <laughs> gaming is extremely important. It brought my family together in times of need. Yeah, baseball and sports and movies did for us. Me too. We are not on the same leaf, darling. We are two sides. <laughs> So I'm pretty sure that does it for this podcast. Um, pretty, yeah, I'm fried. I can't think of anything Pretty else. lengthy talk about superheroes this time. Um, please check out our sister website, DwarvenTavern.net, and the YouTube channel, Dwarven Tavern. And continue to look for more podcasts on our channel. Um, we'll also try our hand at uh, couples... YouTube video games or whatnot because um, despite me not being very good at video games, I do very much enjoy them. And if anything, I can just provide my extremely vulgar commentary on. Good thing I'm good enough. Yeah, on his games. So please stay tuned for that. Um, I just gotta find some stuff to play that'll that'll come across good. Yeah. Come across well. Yeah. So. Um. Mostly, uh, mostly it'll be, I want to play first-person shooters, because that's what I know I'm good at. Quote, unquote. We'll play some horror stuff, too. <sighs> um, <laughs> yeah, there, it's going to be a bunch of video of me flinging the mouse everywhere. It's, it's okay, that's what people want to see. So please stay tuned for that, and if you have any questions or concerns, please message us, or if you want to comment below, definitely subscribe, because we're amazing people, and you'll learn to love us. Um, if you don't love us from this per first podcast <laughs> anyway, um, I'll just trip all over my tongue. So, um, thanks for listening, and this has been Tip Quiet Podcast.